glory to God. Let's stand together. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Are you ready to praise him this morning? Ready to glorify him this morning? Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. So uh, I'm going to challenge you right at the beginning this morning uh, with our response as a congregation to the Spirit of God. There's a response required. The presence of God elicits a response. And so uh, as we go into praise and worship today, uh, I want to challenge you on your response as an individual and as a congregation. Uh, on Wednesday, those who are here, uh, we've been meditating on some scriptures concerning uh, the gospel uh, going out, spreading uh, very quickly, very widespread, and having a powerful effect. And uh, that, and, and then we read in Mark 16 where Jesus gave us the great commission to go and preach the gospel. And then it says that the disciples did, and uh, the Holy Spirit responded to that. And he confirmed the word with signs. And then we read the signs following. You know, it talks about, you know, supernatural protection from the enemy, the, the snakes, and the uh, drink anything poisonous. It talks about lay hands on the sick, they recover, speak in new tongues, baptize, right? So we see the signs that the Holy Spirit, but the word didn't spread without the response of an individual. Nothing would have happened. The Holy Spirit doesn't just come and go, woo, and things happen. A response is required. And so I would, I would uh, challenge you this morning during your time of praise and worship to not stick with what you're familiar to. And what I mean by that is your response that you're familiar with. If it's a fast song, oh, I know, I just clap. And if it's a slow song, I just lift my hands to the Lord and thank you, Father. And so, because that's my personality. And so people will say, well, you're loud and you're worship and you do that because you are a worship leader. No, I know people who, have, who do that that are not worship leaders. And I know worship leaders who don't do that. I know worship leaders who have not even touched freedom in worship yet. And so I've never uh, touched a level of freedom like I have in worship. Why? Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And our worship, we worship in spirit and in truth, right? And so it's our spirit that comes here desiring to worship God. Whether my body is tired my mind wants to think about things that, you know, haven't even occurred yet. My spirit is where my worship flows from, my praise flows from. And it, it, it aligns with what the spirit of God on the inside of me as well leads me into. And so two, for two years, two years ago, I, had, uh, I was diagnosed with two herniated discs in my neck. And my curve, the curve, we all have a natural curve in our neck. It was not just gone, it was inverted. And so the curve went the, in the opposite direction and I started to develop a hump, like we see many people have. And so I went to the chiropractor for it and all that and it was excruciating. 
I couldn't even raise my hands. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't raise my arms. And so uh, I did what I needed to do in the natural regarding this. And then during my times of praise and worship here, uh, I noticed that uh, I was doing this. And uh, in my spirit, I'm worshiping God, and I'm like, yes, thank you, Lord. And then I just felt the leading of the Holy Spirit. He talked to my spirit as I'm worshiping God and said, raise your hands higher. And I'm like, well, I couldn't even put my coat on. The doctor, I was in the doctor's office, and I was trying to put my coat on. The doctor had to help me because there was so much pain radiating on this side that I would drop cups and things and couldn't write. And so uh, during worship, my mind wanted to tell my body, no, don't, <laughs> there's pain. But my spirit said something different. And because I've renewed my mind in this area of worship, not because I was a worship leader, just because I developed my heart in this area and I renewed my mind in this area, and so I said, okay, the Spirit of God wants me to worship Him with my arms fully outstretched, which I haven't been doing yet, right, during this service. And so I lifted my arms to the Lord with no pain. I can do that today. I can do that today. And so no pain. I didn't feel anything. That's what, when we renew our minds in, in different areas, we'll respond to the Spirit of God more freely. And I'll say, well, I don't dance well in the natural, so I, you know, I ain't dancing when in church, God forbid. But then when this, my spirit is worshiping God and I sense I need to do that, the spirit, the Holy Spirit is saying, that's the flow. That's the flow right now. You see a few other people doing it. That's the flow. But that's not my personality. Mind renewal needs to occur in that area. We, that's an undisciplined mind. If I cannot respond to the Spirit of God in this atmosphere that's so free and, and available to me, when I'm out there and he tells me to do something, I'll not do it. Because I'll talk myself out of it. My mind will talk myself out of it. So if I renew my mind in this area, there will be no problem. I will say, my spirit is worshiping the Lord. Oh. Holy Spirit, you want me to do that? You want me to be a little louder? Okay, praise the Lord. Oh, the pastor said, are you ready to worship? And I said, yes. The, the pastor said, shout unto God today with a voice of triumph. Praise the Lord. That's my personality, though. I don't, I'm not a loud person. I bet you if your kid was doing something and they weren't listening to you, and you had to say it over and over again. At one point, you are going to shout. You will forget your personality. You will shout. Why? Because that's the response required for that. I have to raise my voice so he can hear me a little louder. If your loved one is about to get into a car accident, you see it coming. You're just, oh, uh, honey, honey, honey. My personality is that I, I don't talk loud. Honey, honey. Car coming. Honey, there, there's a car coming. There's a car coming. Honey, oh, you got hit by the car. Oh, okay, you don't care. No, we'd be like, there's a car coming! <laughs> Forget my personality. My response is required. Well, that's how it is in worship. Forget about your personality. Forget
forget it. Oh, well, I don't, I, I don't care. It's not about us. It's about him. And if we'll do it here, and the reason why I'm so harping on this is because it's not just one or two. I can enjoy myself over there in praise and worship, but, you know, if only five people are joining with us, we're going to miss what God wants to do. It's, it's all of us. And so I'm going to challenge each of you. Each of you, you take that mind and you say right now, mind you will surrender to my spirit this morning. Now, see, this is why we got to do this and, and, and do this at home. This is an exercise that we must do. And this is why God is talking to us about being kingdom-minded. Kingdom-minded. We are reading scriptures about the word and miracles, signs, and wonders. It's time for miracles. It's time for the Holy Spirit to confirm his word consistently you say well it's as he wills yeah he's on standby waiting to do it and if we'll respond and have the proper response by not going with what our mind says our mind should be so submitted to our spirit that if my spirit says oh this is what the Lord is doing right now I'm going to do it my mind goes body do it right now you do what the Spirit says right now. So your mind doesn't talk you out of it. Or you're like thinking of something else and you totally missed what happened. That's not going to happen in this church. We're going to get in the flow of what the Holy Spirit is doing. Amen. And so are you ready to worship this morning? Come on. Praise you, Lord. We thank you.
your young man shall, shall see visions and your old man shall dream dreams. And he said there will be signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. Hallelujah. How many of you know that those signs and wonders are taking place right here, right now in this service on today? Hallelujah. Signs and wonders, miracles, signs and wonders. We receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been praying for a move of God. We've been crying. We've been fasting for a move of God. Hallelujah. And today, this is the move. Can we receive that from the Lord? A move of God that I, I don't know about you, but I've made up my mind. I'm not leaving this service the same way that I came in. I'm going to receive all that God has for me today. So we say, come Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. In the name of Jesus, have your way.
understand that says expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. Mix that with faith, and there's no telling what God will show up and do. So we're just letting the Lord know right now we are expecting. We are fully expecting, and we are standing in faith, God, that you are going to do everything that you have in your heart to do. Oh, hallelujah. We receive it right now, the healing, the blessing, the encouragement, the strength, whatever it is, Father, that you came to do, we receive it right now. We fully expect you to move. We fully expect you to have your way, God. You say what you want to say, Father. Oh, and our response will be yes and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, God. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. Hallelujah. 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 That's it. Come on, just lift up your voice to the Lord. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Tell them what you're expecting today. Tell them what you're expecting today. Open up your mouth. Oh, hallelujah. Let them hear it. Let them hear it. Let them hear it from you. Your presence, Jesus. We expect. 
been fighting symptoms in your body. You can stay up there. You've been fighting symptoms in your body. Sickness, disease, maybe mental anguish, whatever. I want you to come up to this side. I see you standing right here. Right there. That's your side, right there. in your body. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 We're singing about the move of God. We're singing about miracles, signs and wonders. That's the word of God. Signs, they lay hands on the sick and they don't sometimes recover. They lay hands on the sick, and when Jesus does the work, it's a complete work. They lay hands on the sick, and they recover. They become completely healed and whole. Amen? Complete healing and wholeness. We believe that today. Say, I believe that when Jesus does the work, it's complete. I receive complete healing in Jesus' name. Now, ladies, do the works that Jesus did. Do the work. Let him lead you to whoever he tells you to pray for. And you receive your complete healing. Don't let your mind talk you out of it this morning. Don't let your mind talk you out of it this morning. Don't let your mind talk you out of it this morning. Jesus, come on, hook up, connect with the Spirit of God this morning. Let Him do the work. In the room, hallelujah. He's in the room. He's in the room.
its totality, in its totality, total, complete, complete, totality. Thank you, Lord. 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 We'll do that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Mom, Kev and Arthur, too. I need all the men in this house to come and just, I see you kneeling down in front right here. Just give them room. Stay here, though. Uh, all the men, every man right here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. As goes our men in this church goes the congregation. Mighty men. Mighty men full of the Holy Ghost and power and the fire of God. As our men go, so we go, so we go, so we go, so we go. And God's about to do something in our men to, this morning. Oh, I don't know what it is. What is it, Pastor Maria? Oh, I don't know. I don't have to know. But I know we're going to obey the Lord. We're going to obey the Lord. There are angels standing behind each and every one of you. In front there's an empowerment in your life this morning for you 
to look forward and put your face to Jesus and never turn back. And never turn back. There's, there's an anointing right now being released to you to increase and grow in the knowledge of God. To increase and grow in the knowledge of Him. And your life will never be the same. The fire that is coming in you will never go out. Will never go out. Will never go out. There'll only be increase if you'll do what the Spirit of the Lord directs you to do. Oh, every moment, you're going to hear his voice even clearer, even clearer. If you'll set your heart to it, you'll hear his voice even clearer. And he'll teach you how to lead your family. Maybe you've not been doing that to the degree that you know you can, but he's going to teach you. The Holy Spirit is going to teach you. You're going to lead them into a place that you have no idea. You had no idea this place was awaiting for you. It's waiting for you. It's waiting for you to arrive. And you're going to lead your family to that place. To that place. To that place. You're going to lead yourself to that place. Hallelujah. As you listen to the direction of the Holy Ghost. Oh, bragastelebrente. So, Father, we're being obedient to you right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name, Lord, you start on that end. Just lay your hands on them. Hallelujah. Mom, you start on that end. I thank you for an impartation. I thank you for an impartation right now. In the name of Jesus. Impartation. Never the same, never the same, never the same, never the same, never, oh strong and mighty men, strong and mighty men, strong and mighty men, men filled with the favor, 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 favor of God, but the light, the light, the light of the Lord, the light, the light, the light, you are the light. <laughs> The light, the light, the light, the light. Ora kasidi di diando robosita. Ora baji abrodu da basada boche bache Miss Nation. O tu de braji ita brando kobosita. Mahaha suladu do bradi lejida dushtero robosita. More, 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 more. Ha 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 ha. Ora kastili di di bradu lecha. In the name of Jesus, 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 empowered, empowered, empowered to do the work that's in front of you. Empowered, 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 a strengthening from the inside. A strengthening from the inside when you thought you had no more to give. You thought you had no more to give. No more strength. I'm at the end. I'm at the end. No, no, no. The Spirit of God says this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Tap into the inner strength 
that's on the inside of you. It It abides within you. You can do it. You can go further. You can go faster. You can do it. You can accomplish it all. You can accomplish it all. Everything, everything that's in front of you to do. And more, and more, and more, and more, and more. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, the mind is made up in the name of Jesus. No longer, no going backwards. We only go forward. We go, we go forward. We draw a bloodline around each and every man in the name of Jesus. Each and every one, each and every one, each and every one in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God, 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 glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. So arise, man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I'd like it if you would uh, uh, encourage one another. And maybe that's a handshake. Maybe that's a smile. Maybe it's a hug. I don't know. Maybe. Just maybe. Whatever. Just encourage one another. Bless, bless one another. Don't leave without blessing one another. Yeah. Bless the Lord, encourage, bless, edify, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, ah, ha, 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 glory to God, glory to God. Has someone here been struggling with migraines, headaches lately? Migraines. Hallelujah, Father. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. In the name of Jesus, for your healing power. Maybe they could be watching online. Uh, Father, I thank you for your healing power right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, the blood that flows in that area. I thank you, Father God. Oh, I thank you, Lord, that pressure that's being felt in Jesus' name. I thank you that that is uh, released and, and free. They're free right now in Jesus' name. Receive your healing this morning. Whether you're in the house, outside the house, receive it right now in the name of Jesus. No more migraines from this day on. From this day on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. 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 Now stand and give him glory this morning. Hallelujah. Remember our response. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Our response matters. Our response matters. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. When we respond, he responds. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. And he fulfills every word that he's spoken to you. You're questioning whether or not what you're seeing is of the Lord. And if was this really what we're supposed to do? I don't understand this. The questions that you have are stopping you from receiving what the Lord has from you, for you. And it's been happening throughout your entire life. You've been missing out on the things the Lord has for you because you've asked too many questions. 
You question everything. And the Lord desires to move, and you question it because it doesn't look like what you think it should look like. And so you're missing out. You're missing out. Make that correction. All you got to do is repent. Lord, whatever you desire for me to do, I trust the Holy Spirit. It won't always look like what I think it should look like. I'm not going to put him in a box because guess what? He never was in that box anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Too many questions. Things are happening in your life because you are questioning the Lord. Why is this happening to me? I've been trying to do everything in the right way. Why is it happening to me? That's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. If you don't repent and turn from that, your life will be cut short. Stop it. Stop questioning and asking why. You're in a dangerous place. You are in dangerous territory with those questions. Stop questioning, why is it happening to me? That's pride, says the Lord. Pride goes before fall. Because what you're saying, it shouldn't happen to me. It shouldn't happen. Let it happen to someone else. They're not doing the right thing. Let, I'm trying to do that. That's pride. And it comes before fall. Stop questioning. And just submit to the Lord. And say, even though this is happening, I will not revert to my old ways. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stand strong in my faith. And I'm going to believe that even though I don't see it, you're working. Even though I don't see it, you're working. I believe that you're working. And I'm going to see the victory in that situation. But I'll not ask one more question. Why? 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 That's dangerous territory. Because you've allowed the devil to take you to a place that this time last year you'd never be in. You've allowed that in your life. And so it's easy. Fix it. Father, forgive me for I've sinned. Jesus, I receive your forgiveness right now. I change my attitude. I change my words. I change my heart. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, for your help because I admit I can't do it by myself. I'm struggling. And I need your help, Holy Spirit. And my questions have made you feel like you're so far away. Like God's not even hearing me. But from today on, I'll not question anymore. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help, your encouragement. I need your encouragement. You're the great encourager. And so I open my heart to it. I open my heart. I open my heart to you, Holy Spirit. I open my heart to you, Jesus. And I'll not question anymore. I'll not ask why anymore. But I'll just continue to trust you, Father. I know your way for me is right. I know your way for me is good. So I trust you, I trust you. I trust you, I trust you, Lord. I trust your plan. I trust your way. 
I trust everything you say. I trust you. I trust you, Jesus. Oh, I want you to have your way. Oh, you've won the victory for me, Jesus. Overwhelming victory, Jesus. That's what I need. That's what I want. Hallelujah. My desire. Hallelujah. Oh, the sandor of response to what he tells us to do matters. Thank you, Lord. You can be seated this morning, but stay in an attitude of worship this morning. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We surrender to you, Father God. We surrender to your spirit and your word today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go ahead, Mr. Adam. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Good morning, Father South Family Church. It is Nation Barton here with this week's upcoming events and So listen up. I would like to first take this opportunity to welcome all of our guests and our first-time visitors. Come on, Father South. Let's give a real big God bless you to everyone who's new in the house this morning. We welcome you. We thank God for you choosing to worship with us today. We pray that you continue to enjoy the service. As you walked in, you should have received a welcome packet and a connection card. We would love if you can fill out that connection card and then turn it in during our offering time because guess what? We have a gift for you. Again, thank you so much for choosing to worship with us today. Please come back and worship with us very, very soon. KC ladies, listen up. Our next session will take place tomorrow, Monday, September the 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I am so excited to gather. I've been looking forward to this since the last session. We're going to gather and we're going to talk about the chapters that we read and we're going to discuss and we're just going to grow together. So guess what? It is not too late to join us. If you have not signed up, you can still sign up and I will post a registration link on our Kingdom Couples Facebook page again today and you can also sign up through our website, through Father's House Family Church website. Again, thank you to everyone who has signed up. We had a few new people sign up since last session, so I'm so excited for that. And I cannot wait to gather with you tomorrow Our night. next child dedication will take place on October the 2nd, right here during our morning worship service. If you have not yet dedicated your child or your infant to the Lord and you would like to do so, please see Christina Clark and sign up as soon as possible. This is an opportunity for our pastor, Pastor Maria, to pronounce a blessing on the child. And it's also an opportunity for you to make a public commitment to God in front of your faith family to say, I will do my very best to raise this child up in the admonition and the fear of the Lord, to be a good example in front of them as a follower of Jesus Christ. And it's just a, a really special time in your life as a parent and in a child's life. So if you you have more questions or you want more information you can go to our website and you can go to events slash child dedication and you can see um, more information there and you can also see our frequently asked questions 
I cannot wait for child dedication. I just love to be in a room and see God pronounce a special blessing on children. So I can't wait for October the 2nd. Last but certainly not least, Wednesday night at 7 p.m., we gather together and we pray. And we continue to gather together and pray about God's heart concerning Dyton. And I'm telling you, if you have not been coming, you are missing out big time. I mean, the presence of God comes in a way that is just um, it's tangible. And we get something every time we come together in the presence. And it's nothing like gathering together with your brothers and sisters in Christ and uniting your faith with theirs. And that corporate anointing that just rises up on the inside of you, it's just something so special. So you want to be in the room. If you have commitments outside of life work and you want to be in a room, I encourage you to pray and ask God to make a way for you to be here because guess what? He will do it. I had a situation like that years ago where I wanted to be at prayer, but my work was uh, was causing me to be elsewhere. And God saw the desire of my heart. And guess what? He made a way for me to do it. Where the boss actually came to me and said, you know what? You need to be somewhere. Go ahead and get out of here. Guess what? That was God answering my prayer. So we pray that you come out and join us on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Cannot wait to see you there. This concludes our announcements for today, and at this time, it is time to give. Amen. Now, we're going to call for Pastor Maria DeGrasse to come and receive our offering today, so let's receive her. <laughs> I know I don't look like Pastor Maria DeGrasse, but here I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Miss Nurse, for those announcements. Hallelujah. Uh, in Philippians chapter 4, uh, we see that Paul talks about... Uh, the Philippian church, so the church there in Philippi. And uh, in Philippians 4, in the Amplified Classics, uh, Classic Translation, uh, he said, uh, and you Philippians yourself well know that in the early days of the gospel ministry, when I left Macedonia, no church assembly entered into partnership with me and opened up a debit and credit account in giving and receiving except you only. There was an opportunity for more people to do it, but they didn't respond. We're talking about response today. There's a response in giving. There's a response. You know, sometimes I think we think we have to think about what response uh, we have to give. Uh, well, when it's time to, when we're, you know, facilitating the tithes and offering, how do I respond? I give, right? I say, here you go, Lord. <laughs> and then I respond in a proper way. What's the proper way a Christian gives? In faith, cheerfully, yes, not reluctantly. That's the proper response to give. Uh, uh, Ms. Uh, Nasha said, she said something when we were uh, in, in the time of worship. She asked the question, do you know, you know, this, that we're in the time? What's the proper response when someone asks you a question? To nod your head or to just say, yes. <laughs> and when you're in a big room where Miss Nasha is asking a question from the platform and she can't hear you, do I got to talk a little louder to say, yes, Miss Nation, I agree with you. That's the proper response. The Bible doesn't have to tell me, oh, when Nation says this, respond in this. No, the Bible says, 
to respond to the Spirit of God. So the Spirit of God told Miss Nation to ask that question. Or when Miss Z says, are you ready to, are you excited to be in the house of God today? Yes. Amen. She got it. You're quick to respond. Quick to respond. And so it's a quick response. And if someone's on the platform, they can't really hear you too well. So say it louder than you normally would talk to, you know, if someone was standing right here next to you. Why? Because then that just your spirit connects with what's going on with her and the Holy Spirit on the inside of her. And if you'll do that in this place of freedom and liberty, uh, then you'll do that on the street when the Lord says, uh, you see that person over there? Go over there and lay your hands on them. Because they are in need of healing today. Well, they don't look like they need healing. You'll start questioning. The same way, if you'll allow your mind to question what you're doing in church and worshiping God and allow your mind to run wild and unrestrained in church, it will run wild when you get out there and you'll see no signs and wonders done by your hands. Because you will question every time the Lord. If you'll allow and tolerate healing or fear in your life in certain areas, you will not step out and obey the Lord when you get out there and he tells you to do this or do that or say this or say that. If you tolerate fear in one area, you'll tolerate it in that area. You'll tolerate it in that area. And so the proper response, there's a prosper, proper response. You cannot uh, respond to God thinking that, okay, uh, if I don't do it in church, that's okay, I'll do it out there. No, if you don't do it here, you won't do it there. I can promise you. I can guarantee you 100% you will not. Because the Holy Spirit, so here's the thing. We could have gotten into this much sooner than we did. And the Lord probably had a few more things for us to do. You know why? Because your pastor didn't listen to him in this. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm standing there worshiping the Lord, and he said, take your mother's hand. And I'm like, that's kind of cheesy. That's kind of dorky. Like, come on now. She's standing behind me. She's going to be like, ooh, your hands are cold. You know, I'm like, that just doesn't make any sense, right? I did exactly what I told you not to do. I reasoned and questioned myself out of it. So I didn't. I didn't take her hand. And do you know that first song I struggled because I didn't obey the Lord? And so I was like, okay. So I'm like doing everything I can in my flesh. My spirit wasn't connected with the first song. I was just singing the song and going through the motions because he told me to do something. And I just got through telling you I respond to him well because, you know, not because I lead worship. And I didn't respond to something. Why? Because it sounded, what does that have to do with anything that we're doing here today? Grab my mother's hand. I talked myself out of that. And so I didn't grab her hand. I just, I bumped her hand to test. Lord, you tell her to grab my hand, and then we'll all be good. Then I'll know it's you. I'm like, that's just my mind. See, I reasoned. I bumped her hand, but she didn't respond. Why? Because God told me to respond. We bump hands all the time because I don't pay attention to what I'm doing during worship. But uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it. So it took me a while. It took me till the third song to be like, oh, okay, we're doing this today. And, yeah, she's like, my hand is clean. I use hand sanitizer. I don't understand. So, so, uh, then, so then I saw Laura standing with me and mom up here. And I'm like, oh, okay. What's the, but it, 
the spirit of the Lord will tell you to do things that do not make sense. And you don't know why. This is why we have to learn the proper and quick response. So I repented to him while I was there. I'm, I apologize. Forgive me for missing this. The pastor apologized to the Lord while she was in service because I missed him. And so we could have had that a little sooner than what we had, and then we would have, you know, who knows what would have happened. But that's okay. We got what we got, right? Because we responded. Thank you, Jesus. I corrected. I responded. So I had her to come up and held her hand, and then I, I knew Laura was supposed to come up. But did you see? I took a little bit of time with just me and Mom. I'm like, are we really doing this? Is this really what we're doing here? This, the, the, the congregation's probably going, what in the world? They got our backs turned towards us. They're not even looking at us. We can't even see what's going on. This is the questions the devil will put in your head to talk you out of the miracles of God. Do you see, though, if you can't control your mind, this is what's going to happen. And so then I said, no, we're doing this. So I went and got Laura, and then I saw Miss Joan with us. I just did what I saw. I just did what I saw. I don't even know what sense it makes or anything like that, but I know there was impartations. And for the men, I saw that. We did it. We obeyed quick. I saw the minute I saw it. I said, I'm not questioning. Do it. Go. And I'm like, oh, but the music, does Kev have to go? Because the music is so, this is what we think. The music is so wonderful. Does Kev have to get prayed for too? Can't they just go up to Kev and pray for Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, no, Kev, you go too. And so this is how we obey the Lord and we give him the proper response. The proper response. And he does what he does. That's right. He does what he does. So when someone asks the question, our response is whatever. Yes. No. <laughs> whatever. We just, and we say it a little louder than we would when we're just sitting in our seats. Because the Spirit of God will work with us. The more we work with him, the more you'll be out and about, and this will happen. That will happen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he said people had opportunity, but they didn't partner. But those who did, those who did, it was like they opened up an account in heaven that kept accumulating. Accumulating. That's the windows of heaven staying open. <laughs> they don't close when you leave the church. You gave, now they're closed, so you give it. No, that's the windows of heaven open. And you living in a place where you are a giver and a receiver because you properly respond to giving and receiving at the leading of the Holy Spirit. And now you have to give what it says in Corinthians chapter 9. You have to give to every good work, to anything the Lord tells you to give to, you can give. Because you have the proper response. Amen? So this morning, we're going to give. We're going to give in response to what the Spirit of God would have us give. See, this is where, you know, I may determine before I come, this is what I typically give. This is what I give. And so I get here, and the Spirit of God says, uh, no, you need to give this. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I already did my budget for the week, and this is what, was, what I said I was going to set aside. No, I want you to do something. Like, that's test of faith. Will you pass the test? Will you pass the test? Will you respond the proper response to him then? Because all these little responses, all these little responses are leading you somewhere. They're leading you somewhere. 
They're leading you to see miracles, signs, and wonders. Because God won't use someone who doesn't properly respond to him. He will not. He will not use someone who doesn't properly respond to him. That he can't. We limit him. We limit him. And so we, we don't want that. We want to, um, this is why we say don't tolerate sickness in your body. Don't tolerate it. Because if you tolerate it in your body, you'll tolerate it in someone else's. When the Lord says, oh, look, you, you need to go pray. Oh, well, you know, eh. <laughs> they're, they're okay. <laughs> I've had that before. I lived, you know. And so don't, don't uh, tolerate uh, sickness in your body because you'll tolerate it. Don't tolerate fear. Jesus told Jairus, stop the fear. And then he put fear out. And he said, he didn't say what he saw. That's another thing. If we're always saying what we see in the world, on Facebook, in the news, if I always say what I see, when the Lord goes to use me for miracles, I'm going to say what I, oh man, your legs look horrible. Oh my goodness, that's a, how long have you been in that chair? Oh good Lord, Lord, he's been in that chair for 60 years. What am I thinking? You're going to say what you see. It's incurable. God, did you hear that? It's incurable. You have an incurable disease. You keep saying what you see. How can God use you? Jesus didn't say what he saw. What did he say? She's not dead. She's sleeping. He didn't say what he saw. He put out fear. He put out unbelief. He took them out of the room. He only allowed a few people in the room. Faith kept them in the room. Belief kept them in the room. So he put out the unbelief. He, he said, you come with me. So he put them in and he said, nope, she's just sleeping. And then he acted on that belief. He didn't say, come back to life, little girl. No, he said, get up. That's all he said. Get up. What do you tell someone who's sleeping? Get up. Get up. He didn't say, rise from the dead. He told Lazarus, he said, he's not dead, he's sleeping. What did he say? Come forth. Come forth. He didn't tell him, raise from the dead. No. <laughs> he said, come forth. And so the things, this is why God's teaching us this mind renewal and, and talking like him and seeing like him. Because it will affect how we're used by him. And if we're limited and we have an undisciplined mind, then we will have an undisciplined mind when it comes to being used of the Lord in whatever capacity he would have us be used in. And I don't want that. I want no limits to what God can do through me. Amen? That's our response. Amen? I, I want no limits to what God can do. And he can use anybody. Say, I'm anointed to be used by God to bring liberty to those around me. Do you know you are? Jesus stood up and he said that. In Mark chapter 4, he stood up and he said, the Spirit of the Lord has anointed me. And he said to preach the good news and then to bring liberty to those who are bruised, right? And, and if you look at different translations of it, it says, I'm an announcer like a herald. I announce the good news, the news of freedom. And he said, he, he said that's for him. And then what did he turn around and say? Now you go do it. And he talked about greater works. Let's just do the works he did first. Then we can be concerned about the greater works. Amen? Yeah. 
We'll, we said that on Wednesday. We talk about, let's expect the unexpected. How about let's just expect what's expected of the Spirit of the Lord? Let's go there first. Get everything he has for us that we have expectations for. Then he could do the things that we're like in awe of that we never thought of. Let's just do what his healing, his impartations like we got this morning. I don't fully know, and I'm not going to even pretend to know what was imparted to each person who had hands laid on them. We don't even begin to even know why. We don't know why God says certain things. But you know what? We yield ourselves, and we just say it, and we do what he tells us to do, and let him take care of the rest. Let him sort out all the details. Amen. I'm glad I don't have to think about the details. I'm not that smart to try to put things together. Let him do it. Amen. He's good at it. He does right every time, and he does it complete. Glory to God. Let's stand this morning. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Want to put up that, uh, the funded dream? Do we have that slide? Yeah. Look where we are. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So that's in one week. In one week, right? Last Sunday we announced it. And we're 10.5% of the way. 10.5% of the way. That's like the tie. Glory to God. We're 10.5% of the way. And so we said, let God lead you into what you do, into what he would like to do. And so let, and, and, and what your part is in this. And so we thank God. We're almost, we're going to get there to that 30,000. And we will get there by December 31st, if not sooner. I fully believe it. And I respond to him as he tells me to give. I'm giving. Amen. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give. I thank you for every single person who's part partnering with you uh, during this part of the service, who's responding to you during this time of giving. I thank you, Lord, for every one of them. And I thank you, Father, that when we respond to you, there are things that happen supernaturally that we're not even thinking of. Our mind has not even touched it. But I thank you, Lord, that those things are working in the supernatural realm in the unseen realm, and they're working, and they're coming towards us. As we partner, as we respond to you with our giving, it's a very natural work, but I thank you for the supernatural part of this time of giving. And I thank you, Father, that those things that our hearts desire are moving in our direction. They're moving in our direction. They're coming toward me as I respond to you. I thank you for it. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. That money that's been tied up, that's been taken so long to come to you, that's rightfully yours. It's being released right now supernaturally to you in Jesus' name. It's being released to you right now. That delay is gone. That delay, no more delay in that, but it's coming towards you right now in the name of Jesus if you'll respond in your giving. Amen. Amen. And you have responded. No, no, I correct that. You have responded. You've responded to the Lord in your giving. And so that delay is gone in your life in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, and we give you the glory for it. Oh, we testify of your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. We have our confession. Hallelujah.
Glory to God. Say it boldly today, right? That's our response. Because we are tithers, the windows of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns. Hallelujah. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth. I thank you, Father. Bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, and properties acquired. Glory to God. We are getting our buildings, lands, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big seed, and we are moving in faith in every area of our lives. Glory to God. We command our harvest to come. Harvest come to us now. Harvesting angels, go get it and bring it to us right now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's respond accordingly as we give. Cheerful givers, you can come and release your tithes and offering to the Lord. Eric, did you catch that this morning? The delay. Hallelujah. It's done. What we've been waiting for. It's done. It's done. It's done. Glory to God. Yeah, it's, it's done in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Anyone want to share a testimony of God's provision recently in your life? Hallelujah. Anybody? Glory to God. The more we share about his provision. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> there you go. Go ahead. The one thing I want to tell you is I don't know how I get it. I don't know how I get the money. Uh-huh. It's just there. It comes to you. It just yeah. comes to me. Yeah. And it seems like the more I get, the more <laughs> it's there for me. Hallelujah. So I have, I enjoy, I'm telling you, I really enjoy Glory giving. Glory to God. Because Glory I know I'm going to get a harvest. Glory to God. Now, Joan, you don't go to a job that you work 40 hours a week. No, you no. Uh, so so this is a word from the, for the Lord, from the Lord, from Miss Joan. To those, maybe you don't have an income coming in like you did because you don't work a job. Do you hear this? So you see where Joan's at in her life. She's at a time in her life where she's not working a regular job. But money is coming to her supernaturally. Yeah. How? What did she say she does? She responds and she gives. And she doesn't even know how it's happening. But she's getting the money to give. That's true. Yeah. That, that is so true that I don't know how I get the money. I mean, <laughs> Even she ain't I, out there robbing banks, people. Even if I go out with, say, my daughters or something, yeah. and um, my husband, my money, first of all, I'm going to tell you, my, my, my retirement money is my money. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. It's mine. Yeah. I can do with it what I want. Glory my husband God. takes care of the bills and everything else. And that's a great way to be yes. if you can. Amen. <laughs> Wisdom. <laughs> Ding, ding, I wisdom. actually told him when I retired, this is my money. Yeah. Your money is, is for the house, yeah. and my money is my money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You have to prophesy over something. <laughs> <laughs> and you've had how many years to train your husband? So, yeah. <laughs> I, honey, I didn't train you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, that's awesome. Good. All right. I didn't train him. Yeah. That's for sure. Very hard to train. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> you, Love it. You can't really. Yeah. You can't really. You better make sure he I'm is sorry, what you want when you that. get him, right? Yes, because you're not going to train him. Let me tell you. This is, this is now wisdom for the young folk who are looking for a spouse. Make right. sure he's and her are what you want when you get him, because you right. ain't changing him once you have him. But you can't expect them to be perfect either. Exactly. Because you'll never find no. any. Yeah. And they can't change you either, so they better be looking at you. That, that's true. No, that's you so change true. yourself. It is. It's exactly. We've got lots of God, wisdom being right. God changes. Amen. Amen. If you want a happy marriage, you have to listen to God, Come what on. God says, Come on. no matter what, Come on. what it looks like or what it seems like yeah. or what you feel, Glory. let me say, let you feel like doing, yeah. forget it. Yeah. You can't go by your yeah. feelings. Yeah. You have to go by the word of God concerning God. your husband. Glory to God. Even in our marriage, we respond exactly. to him. Amen. You have to Amen. do it. Uh, believe me, you won't stay together too long. Mm. If you do, you'll be miserable. How many years have you been <laughs> married? It's going to be six. 66. How many of you know she knows what she's talking about? Amen. We've got some wisdom in the room. Yes. Yeah. But that's true. Yeah. I don't know how I got off on that. That's good, though. So you said your money is your money, your retirement. So my money is my money. Right. So it, when I give, I'm telling you, it just comes back to me. Praise more. God. Praise God. And that's the truth. Praise God. Right, Nathan? Amen. Praise I, God. I, I know she knows it. Yeah. Know Praise it. God. It's true. So, Hallelujah. God bless. Keep on giving. <laughs> <laughs> glory to God. Thank you, Miss Joan. Thank you. Uh, glory to God. Just close your eyes. Uh, we prayed, so you can take that. Thank you. You can take I prayed before instead. Sorry, guys. I should have told you that. Um, just close your eyes just for a minute. We're going to get ready to close. I just want to uh, make sure we take care of something. Uh, if you are here in the house and you have opened your mouth publicly and confessed Jesus as your Lord and received him into your heart, and you know for sure that if you were to take your last dying breath when you left this place, as you were walking out of here, that you would go to heaven, can I see your hand this morning? You know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you took your last dying breath, okay, all right, glory to God. Now, for those who cannot raise your hand, I want to help you do that this morning. And it's very simple to do. All you have to do is know, first of all, that Jesus came to die for you. He came to die for you. He left his home in heaven, and he came here on this earth. He lived as a man 33 years, three of those years in ministry, healing being an example to us of, of healing people. And, and the worst thing that he did was raise a dead person and give life and bring a mama back her child, give her back to, to her mom. That's, that's the worst thing he did. But they found it uh, that he was, he said he's God. And so they crucified him. And they whipped him, and they beat him, and they put him on a cross. And while he was going through that process, he stood as a substitute for you and I. Because when we were born, because Adam sinned, you remember Adam and Eve in the garden? You've probably heard that story. They ate that fruit and ruined it all for us. And then we were born into that. We were born into this earth-cursed system and born into labor, pain when you have ch children, all of that. That's, that's part of the curse. 
And so we were born into that, and our life was destined for hell. Hell exists. Hell exists. Heaven exists. It's a place that we don't want to go to. We don't talk about hell a lot because we don't like it. We don't want to go there. It's a place where the worst, I tell my granddaughter this when she asked about hell. I said, what is your greatest fear? What is the greatest fear you have in your life? Well, think about being subjected to that fear forever and never dying and have to face that fear every moment. That's hell. That's hell. Think about the scariest and worst person you could ever come up with and imagine in your mind. That's hell. Because that's where you'll be with that individual for eternity. And there's no relief from that. I don't want to go to hell. And I am not going to hell. And I don't want anyone in this congregation to do so either. And so this morning, heaven, I want you to know, is just as real as hell. The word of God tells us that in heaven the streets are paved with gold. Well, you've never seen it. No, I've never seen my brain either, but I know I got one. I read it in his word and I believe his word is true. There is a heaven. There is a heaven and it's a glorious place. I've got plenty of relatives and friends and, and family members who have gone there before me. And I intend to see them shortly when Jesus returns. It says there's coming a day when we'll hear the trumpet sound and Jesus will come back for us. And he's going to come get us and take us out of this earthly place that we're living in today. And on that day, I want to be one that's counted among those who in the twinkling of an eye, we're going home. Hallelujah. And so we can change the trajectory of our life. We can change our destination by simply opening our mouths, believing in our hearts, repenting for the things that we've done. And we're going to do that this morning. We want to help you. So those in the congregation with me, even if you've already prayed this prayer, let's help those that haven't prayed it before. They can change their destiny before they walk out of here and go to lunch. Father, just say, God in heaven, I believe with all of my heart that Jesus is your son. He is Lord. He died on the cross. For the forgiveness of my sins. Jesus, I ask you right now to forgive me. I repent of everything that I've done up until now. I repent of those things. I renounce those things. I will no longer submit to those things. Forgive me. I receive your forgiveness. And I receive you. Come into my heart. Live in me. Help me to live for you all the days of my life. And I thank you that I have a home in heaven with you when all is said and done. I am a Christian. I am a believer. I am born again. And fill me right now with your Holy Spirit. 
I receive your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's all it takes. So if I ask you now, do you know that you're going to heaven? You can say, two hands, yes, I can, and yes, I am. I know it. Come on and stand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Now, you have one more thing you got to do if you pray that prayer. You just got to tell somebody, you know, on your way out or in the car, whatever. Just say, listen, I prayed that prayer for the first time. I prayed that prayer for the first time. I'd like to know it, too. So if you could get that information to me, I'd like to know it because I'd like to pray with you. I'd like to pray for you so that the Holy Spirit can help you live the way that we live different when we receive Jesus. And he helps us to do that. And I would like to pray for you and, and, and you know, put you on our prayer list where we'll pray for you on a daily basis. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome day. Thank you for responding to your Savior and your Lord today. He is well pleased. Amen. Have